then you realize, oh, it's a woman bent over. And it's, <laughs> really funny. it's the top of her head. It looks like Al's fucking face. All right. Uh, music time. <laughs> Well, hi there. Happy Tuesday. It's February 11th, 2020, and I'm Eric talking at you once again from beautiful Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where today my therapist told me I have a serious mental problem. All this time, I thought it was one of those carefree, happy-go-lucky mental problems. (laughs) You know, seriousness is like truth. It depends on the beholder. Right? I don't you think know. it's particularly serious. I think it's kind of funny. How's it going, Gord? <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, I'm not okay. i am fucking had the worst day of my goddamn life today. Who is okay? And if it's the worst day of your life, shit, that's not too bad. You're only halfway through. You got it out of the way nice and early. Suppose. <laughs> um, I'd rather relive my father's death than go through another daylight today. That is quite a bold statement. Uh, hi, world out there. All uh, over 10,000 of you. That was really fucking Jesus. That is... I'm taken about by that statement. <laughs> I'm just, just... Keeping on, keeping on. Um... <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with that, so I'm just, just going to laugh because I don't want to cry on the air. I, isn't that always the way? Yes, it is. Ah. Wrong. Um, my headphones are very quiet. I don't know why. Uh, hi, world. Uh, I want to really quickly give a shout out to my brother, Sean, in Brandon, Manitoba, because uh, I didn't get a chance to say it yesterday because we weren't on the air. But happy birthday, big brother. Uh, he turned hey. 40, 46 yesterday. Happy birthday, you old fucking fart. So he's old as shit. Good thing that's not happening I, to me. Or that would really suck. I can say that because he's older than me now. But so. <laughs> uh, just to make you feel old there, Sean, you got a 41-year-old brother, dude. That's your <laughs> younger brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's <Wrong>. great <laughs> uh, nevertheless happy birthday bro I hope it was a good one and I want to say hi of course to Mike at the pit lane parlay racing season kicked off on Sunday it was actually moderately interesting and I watched part of it um, and the Daytona 500 is coming up this Sunday so I'm sure they're scrambling at the pit lane parlay to, to give good coverage for that uh, you can find them on Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, give them a review. And when you're done with that, give us a review, because we need them. And there's 10,000 of you now. One of you must be able to pull a review out of your butt for us. <laughs> we we know you guys know how to type. Come on. I mean, you've made this far in life. Uh, Tom and <laughs> Alex, our favorite guys, 
named Tom and Alex that are in other countries. <laughs> Uh, they are just getting ready to close the door on the Thorskin podcast. It will be no more. Uh, they're they are completely so rebranding um, and coming back. It's going to be the exact same show. They're just rebranding, um, which did wonders for our show. So I hope it does even better for theirs. And I can't wait to yeah. be on the new one. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, so am I. They're, they're good guys. Uh, I tried to get Alex on with us the other night, but it was uh, too late for him. So Actually, last night I was going to do it, which is me and him. Oh, that would have been fantastically fun. But it was too late for him. So uh, Thorskin on Podbean. Just look for uh, Tom and Alex on Podbean. Uh, you'll find them, and they're great. Uh, yes, they After you're done listening to them and giving us a review on Podbean for what you think of their show give us that review because we need it you can stay tuned for the stories behind the songs uh now being pushed back to march the second instead of march the first uh by no doing of my own i just i just got a message saying that was the way it is so march 2nd you can follow it on the stories behind the songs uh facebook page there's actually like contests there um there's a chance for you to pick a song that you want us to talk about uh, for each of the bands being showcased on this show. Uh, there's a fan's choice pick, and there's, like, draws and stuff for some actually really cool prizes. Check it out on the Facebook page. Um, and Before we move on, I got so much just to start with, Gord. I know it's boring as shit, but it's the way it is. Uh, Get her. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you were listening last week, uh, our good friend Gord introduced us to a man who was trying to sue the National Football League for $867 billion. Trillion dollars. Trillion. Fuck you for Uh, talking about (laughs) that. For giving him impure thoughts with their halftime show. Uh, I I went on to research this man. His name is Dave Dovenmeyer. He's Coach Dave on uh, YouTube. And uh, Coach Dave TV. Dave Dave something TV. Um, he's uh, he's a very Christian guy. <laughs> Influencer, I guess. He's quite big. Uh, and he has people working for him all around the globe. He calls them uh, Dave's Salt and Light Brigade. Oh, God, I want to fucking puke. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so smitten with Mr. Dobbin Meyer that I decided to fill out the very extensive application. And I am now a full fledged member of Dave Dobbin Meyer's Salt and Light Brigade. So oh. I can help organize boot camps and uh, I can do <laughs> like graphic design for them. That that was one of the things they asked if I could do. And I said, you, Yes, indeed. Do you and get they, to. I have to ask, do you get to diddle children now, too? I certainly hope so. I don't. I think he's pretty against that. He's very against the church. Um, he, is, he thinks the church has lost their way and that uh, a big part of his message is that Christians have to uh, either get away from the church or whip them into shape because they're very anti-Christian right now. So I kind of almost respect that about him. He's clearly batshit fucking crazy, but he started off with a good message there. 
And there's about two or three questions on the application of how I could contribute financially to Coach Dave and the Salt and Light Brigade. And I very much said I could not. I will not be giving you any money, but I would very much like to organize an event here in the Okanagan. I think he'd get along just great. So, I'm an official member of the Salt and Light Brigade. Now he, he can email me. I got, like, direct access to him if I want to chat, which, of course, I always do. Which means we have to have him on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to. We've gotten some well, weird requests yeah, uh, lately for guests, uh, but they seem to back out at the last minute. I don't. I think people are under the impression we wouldn't be nice to our guests, and you things couldn't be farther from the truth. We are very nice to our guests. Yeah. Um, They're the only people we are nice to. <laughs> and our guests always have a good time. We've not had a bad guest experience yet. No. So don't be shy. Uh, get in touch with us at eric at ericandgord.world or just go to ericandgord.world to the contact page and uh, reach out to us. And we would love to have you on the show. You're going to follow uh, some big names this year. One of which, I'm not going to say who, but he was in all the Home Alone movies and he was the young kid who wasn't Joe Pesci or Daniel, whatever the fuck his name is. What the hell is that dude's name? (laughs) Daniel (laughs) Day-Lewis. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. No. Um, It's it's Macaulay Culkin. I'm trying very hard to get Macaulay Culkin on the show. He's a fellow podcaster and a very funny young man. And I think we would have a good time talking to him. I'm in. So before we move on to a couple of things I need to talk about, I it's been so long, but coming up to the end of season two already, almost our 100th episode, I have another Eric and Gord. It's been a while no. since we've introduced an Eric and Gord. The last ones were uh, right around here in Kamloops. I've got today, I want to say hi to Eric Havencamp and Gord Field. They're in Norfolk County, Ontario. Oh, look uh, at that. That's about 120 miles outside, or 120 kilometers outside of Toronto. Uh, so quite a ways. That's 75 miles to all our American friends. Is that, and, do you know, is that north of Toronto? I'm assuming it has to be north of Toronto. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's past Toronto. London, so I guess that's south. Oh, it's the other way. So it's uh, south. Norfolk. No, no, technically west of Toronto. Yeah. Southwest. I I thought west. No, I didn't. I thought south. I'm just lying now. I totally thought it was south. Um, Technically, Toronto is America. Right. So Eric Havenkamp and Gord Field, they helped establish the Norfolk County Rotary Club in 1996. And I like the mission statement here that Eric and Gord came up with, uh, the Norfolk County Rotary Club, their mission is to build lifelong relationships and promote greater global understanding. And I kind of thought, really, guys? Isn't it just to have boats and talk about your boats? That's what a Rotary Club (laughs) does. You just have boats. You're just boaters. goes on to say... 
that uh, these gentlemen uh, want to apply vocational expertise, service, and leadership to take on some of the world's greatest challenges. And again, I think, no, you're a boat club. You're not taking on any world's challenges. I don't think I could be wrong. But you mostly just have raffles and shit. (laughs) Maybe they're trying to figure out the world's problems of balls getting stuck in the raffle machines. That could be. They're very vague about their plans. But uh, they look like a couple of good guys. And I'm going to back them up because uh, I'm not sure what their global mission is and their website wasn't spectacular. So what I did, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever is I got a second Eric and Gord for us tonight. And this Eric and Gord, Eric Hot and Gord Hopkins, who are in uh, just outside of Ottawa, and they are web behavior specialists. Uh, what? They do business consulting based on cognitive psychology. Uh, they, Eric Hot has a master's degree in psychology. He specializes in qualitative data collection and analysis. Gord Hopkins has a PhD in cognitive psychology, and he deals with task analysis, rapid prototyping, and simulation usability. These guys fucking, they like figure out the psychology of your website and they like use it to fucking hypnotize people and make them buy your shit. (laughs) Uh, Neo Insight they work for. It's in Kanata, which I fucking hate that anyone in Canada, there's a town called Kanata. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. Uh, we do that a lot. They they do that. They do that all over Kelowna too. There's Canada. Fuck. It was never that. That's just a thing that those CBC commercials made up. But <laughs> that's uh, just somebody who's speaking. No I big think deal. <laughs> Eric Hot and Gord Hopkins. Thanks for being an Eric and Gord. You guys need to get in touch with Eric Havencamp and Gord Field. And help them with their Rotary Cup website. Because you guys together, these guys are trying to change the world. And you guys actually could. Because you're fucking crazy psycho web nuts. <laughs> Weird stuff. Like the psychology of your website. And get into your customers' heads and make them buy shit. I need Interesting. that. Eric and Gord need that. I'm trying to learn the science of social media marketing right now. I got a book. Um, so we're going to be taking over Instagram soon. Which is, by the way, remind me after the show, I, um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to plug them right now. Plug uh, away. Speaking of plug, be, hang on. I, I got I to gotta get it up here. I have to get it up. Jesus Christ, listen to me. Um, a friend of mine, a, school, a high school friend, um, he has been like pretty, like really big into the, um, uh, uh, music industry his whole life. He worked for, um, uh, entertainment company, um, uh, just whatever. Uh, so he started up a new business and, there it is. and his company is called Brandstorm. 
It's the name it of the is. company. It's a brand store. They are a social media agency. They exist. I've been looking. Yeah. And that's what he does. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, um, they help set up and maintain your whatever type of business, whatever it is you want to promote. Um, they do it all through their through their business, and have, it's uh, pretty interesting. I've been seeking assistance in that department, and it is just slightly north of our financial uh, capabilities at the moment. Well, uh, these guys make good money. Up, Web consulting on the upside, though. Good money. These guys, their whole thing. Their whole business is based off of um, they don't they don't care if this is a full time a part time business if this is just something you want to just starting to get off the ground you want to see if you can get like maintain a little bit of interest in it they will take care of your business from anything from like. It's not even out of your garage. It's still you sitting in front of a computer sort of designing it all the way up to corporate-style business. Uh, But they can do it all, and they do it all by using the social media and marketing and whatnot. Yeah, that's where where it's all at. I'm I'm learning, and I've been trying to to do the social media thing. I don't get it. I know there's a lot more to it than I'm putting into it, and I am trying to learn uh, because we need to take over the world this year. Before Eric and Gordon, their Rotary Club, do. Um, <laughs> I'd be really fucking pissed off if another Eric and Gordon made it really big before us. They're always following us on the Google, and they, they're riding our coattails all over the country now because we keep featuring them. I'm trying to put together all the Eric and Gords in a special Where Are They Now episode. <laughs> uh, because we've been doing this for two years to a lot of Eric and Gords around the country and getting no response. So if you know any of the Eric and Gords we've talked about on the show, please tell them to get in touch with us uh, at eric at ericandgord.world and uh, just say hi and we'll send you out a t-shirt. Yeah. And if you want to get a glimpse at those t-shirts before we send them to your buddies... You could just shoot $27 over my way. We got two different styles of shirts. You can see them on our website. They come in five sizes for men and women in like 10 different colors. You can basically get any color you want, and I can have them to you in about five days. So just go to that contact page at ericgord.world if you would like the hottest selling Valentine's gift of 2020. You don't want to be the one who it's, doesn't get your girlfriend one of these. I'm telling you, it's it's true. It's 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 absolutely insane. My my girlfriend refuses to listen to podcasts because she hears me talk enough. Uh, but she owns like all of the shirts and wears them constantly. She even wears them to to church underneath her uh, underneath her dress. So yeah, she's a big supporter. Still very high quality, right. uh, super high quality shirts. <laughs> they're they're really nice printed. Um, they're not these aren't shit that I made on like my printer at home. These are nice. Uh, good quality, uh, ultra something cool cotton. I don't even remember what it's called, but it's good shit. Um, and $27 is cheap. Trust me, these things are going to last forever. They look fantastic. And that price isn't getting any better, so fucking deal with it. 
<laughs> Get in while they're hot in entry level pricing. Yeah, they're 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 not going any lower. I'll tell you that. They might. I have no idea. But for now, this is what you get. I might be able to, you know, it's Vancouver. I can go to Richmond and get some shitty Chinese knockoffs for a hell of a lot cheaper, but I don't want to do that to you guys. <laughs> they even come with moths. <laughs> um, I bought a Ren and Stimpy t-shirt at the Richmond Night Market one time. I was all stoked, and I think by the time I got home, the picture had fallen off. <laughs> Nothing there is good. Uh, That's funny. Speaking of which, uh, well, about a thousand dead now in China. Um, and yep. Justin Trudeau made this big speech saying Canada is ready to go to China and help in any way that we can. We are on full coronavirus help mode. And China quickly responded by saying, we're not letting those two dudes go. It doesn't matter how much you help. Uh, <laughs> they will not release the two Michaels based on coronavirus assistance that we offer. <laughs> that is not on the table. So I don't know if that's what uh, JT was going for, but not getting it. I think at this point, I think what Canada should do is Canada should present China with the vaccine and just fill it with anthrax. Yeah. Here's the vaccine. Here you go. And just. I think Canada should hire Anthrax to go there and play <laughs> very loudly until they let our guys go. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> now, I'm going to take. I'm going to do a bit of a 360 here. <laughs> On. I'm going to offer something. I don't normally offer two sides to my stories because I think my side's important and other ones aren't. But I'm going to offer, in a rare show of uh, my my new commitment to truth and news, credible news, I'm going to offer you guys five reasons why the coronavirus might possibly be more worrisome than I make it sound. Um, okay. And this is this is from a genuine place. I'm not making fun here. That's, I, I make very light of the coronavirus. I think it's the Y2K of epidemics. I think it's stupid, and anyone who's scared of it's a loser. But <laughs> on the off chance that I'm wrong, here's some things that you might want to keep in mind before you agree that I'm right. Uh, number one, the World Health Organization is always late to these parties. So once the World Health Organization starts releasing information, you know it's uh, probably much worse than they're letting on because they don't know yet. They haven't, they always, they're like the last ones to figure this shit out. So for them to be coming out now and saying it's bad, well, that means it was probably really bad a while ago. How do we know this? Uh, reason number two. China fucking lies about everything. China lies even when shit's good news, they lie. I don't. They just lie through their teeth. So there's no guarantee that the numbers coming out of China are accurate in any way. Um, could be 10,000 dead. We'll never know. Uh, That's lies. true. They're just a bunch and of And China liars. would never notice the numbers disappearing, so... 
Yeah, well, they don't care. They they just whatever. What's what's ten thousand dead in China? That's fucking. They got a billion people, and they make more every day. They got rid of that two baby rule, so they're fucking exploding over there. Um, reason number three, which is concerning, uh, this is the one that really concerns me. When all the health officials around the world start coming together and saying, oh, don't worry, this is nothing to worry about, that's when you should start to worry. That's when it's really bad. <laughs> so... As soon as as soon as a whole bunch of people on the news are saying, "Oh, don't worry, it's just like Eric said," that's probably something to worry about. That's not a good sign. <laughs> uh, yep. reason number four. I have to admit, sorry, very, very good. Oh yeah, yes, I have to admit this is this is pretty good. It's still not convincing me, but it's pretty good. Reason number four. Uh, turns out this thing spreads much faster than they thought, um, and it spreads much more. Uh, um, Un, uh, it goes unnoticed. Uh, you can have no symptoms, but you're still spreading it. Yep. And reason number five, they either lied or they just didn't fucking know, but they were wrong. It is airborne. It is not only aerosol-borne, as I preached for two weeks, saying, oh, it's not airborne. Uh, yeah, it totally is. They were wrong about that. They're just like, nope, turns out we, we were wrong about that. <laughs> uh, so it is airborne they <laughs> so there you go kids there's five reasons why everything I've said for the last two weeks might be a little offside I don't think so I don't believe so it is not um, in my nature to be wrong about anything ever but just in case I am those are the five reasons why I could be See, I'm I'm not and, I'm smart enough to put those all together. Well, see, the only thing I'm going to say is I'm going to just give you one reason why not to be worried, and that is simply when the media tells you to be worried, <laughs> which is all they've been preaching. Yeah, don't be. And then if they immediately follow that up with "Don't be worried," still don't worry because it doesn't matter well, anyway. The media, even needs... if it turns into the worst thing in the world, it's still not going to matter. Your chances are you're going to die anyway, so who cares? You got to keep in mind, Eric and Gord <laughs> is independently funded by very wealthy people who support us. Um, <laughs> that's why we have such a huge budget to operate on. But news stations, they they need to uh, hype things up to get ratings. They're just like any other TV show; they're ratings based. So they got to make it yep. exciting, and they don't want to talk about fucking Trump and and Beardo. Like, there's nothing. Beardo's in Egypt doing nothing. He's just hanging out or Ethiopia or wherever the fuck. I don't know. So some fucking <laughs> trade thing. Like Ethiopia, he's setting up a trade deal with Ethiopia. What are they going to trade us? Hungry people? <laughs> Dust. <laughs> we don't need more of those. Um. So I don't know what the hell he's doing. He just. I don't know. The, the beard has gone astray. I'm not impressed with the beard's decision-making <laughs> lately. Um, I may, I'm wondering but, if he actually murdered the beard, and then that's just a fakie now. Uh, could be. But anyway, the news isn't reporting on what he's doing because it's boring. Uh, and they're not going to report on Trump because he's just going to have them killed now. I think that's his new th He's just having everybody <laughs> killed. Like, he came out and he had, the, like, the two guys that testified against him. There, He just fucking fired him. Just flat out. Like, no no shame whatsoever. No even kind of, like, cover-up just yet. Yeah, you guys are fired. 
You're fired. Insubordination. Yeah. There was no insubordination. Telling the truth under oath at a trial (laughs) is not insubordination. I'm sure in Trump's world that seems weird, but all these guys did was answer questions honestly. (laughs) And he's like, I'll have none of that in my government. You sons of bitches are gone. How dare you be honest? Swearing an oath and then fucking sticking to it. What's with you guys? Get out of my government. And he, like, literally marched the one of them out of the White House. Like, had him, like, escorted yeah. out. That's awesome. So, like, like a fucking so shoplifter. <laughs> Security's gonna walk you out now. It'd be, it'd be great if every person, when he fired them like this, is he got their mothers, mothers to show up. <laughs> I, he probably... To scold them out the fucking White House lawn. Oh, I can imagine he's not when when Trump actually fires someone, he's not done with firing. I'm sure he fires your whole fucking family. He just makes sure, you, like what it, wherever they work, he just goes there and fires them. If he can't fire them, he'll just buy the place and fire them anyway. So the news doesn't want to report on that because they'll all get fired. They'll just like he'll just be like, I'm shutting down the news. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm reinstating Pete Rose, and I'm getting rid of news. There's <laughs> Except no more, for Fox. <laughs> no more news, just my tweets. Uh, oh, God, I can't and Fox. see him doing that. Uh, yeah, right? So the news isn't reporting anything bad about him right now. And I don't give a fuck about that that stupid orange face goddamn picture. That was so fucking fake. Oh, that's like, unbelievably fake. Come on, you liberal pieces of shit. If you're gonna, like, don't make stuff up. Don't sink to his level. You don't need to. That's, we we see this be... every time. This, there's so he does so many things. <laughs> you can nail him for. Why that's do you gotta make something stupid? Up? Just the most ridiculous goddamn thing. <laughs> Wrong. I and I hate that you make me side with him when you do this crap. Uh. <laughs> No, no, all the liberals in the world who put out, like that picture with that orange face and fucking. You see the ring. It's so clearly fake. Like, come on. Shit's so fucking funny, though. Yeah, it's funny, I'm... but we we can do better. Um, It's like, I don't know. In Canada, we've got. My pipeline is going through. They finally listened to me. The government, after two years of harping, said, you know what? Fuck everybody. We're taking Eric's word for it, and we're building that pipeline for $4, million, uh, $4 billion more than it would have cost if they had just done it when I first said so. But Yeah, isn't it up to like 20-something billion now? Uh, 12, I heard. 12 and a half, 12 something billion? like that. But... Here's the thing, they're, they're going to push through my pipeline, and now they're turning around and saying this fucking mine isn't going to get approval. Yeah. So, we're right back to where we were, and, like, we're just fucking, you, you grant one and then take away the other one, That you do the math, that leaves us right where we fucking are now. Actually, it'll actually leave them worse off, because... That was going to be the hopeful for new jobs. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we need this goddamn oh. line. And Alberta's looking at it like, if you fucking do this to us <laughs> one more time, we are seriously out of here. That's it. And it uh, is by the way, true. do you know why? Do you know why it went up to twelve million? Uh, I would imagine 
just because all the building supplies have sat there for three fucking years. I have no idea. Gas prices? No. No, because the trains have slowed down, so it takes longer to get there. Yeah, that's that's bullshit, um, by the way. (laughs) And you know who's slowing down the trains? The fucking people protesting the pipeline. Yeah. What are you... What are you... You're... You're you're blockading the trains to protest the pipeline being built. The trains are your alternative, you fucking meatheads. What do you what do you think? Oh, it's so dumb. And the the people there's people fucking the the protesters up there, all the First Nations up in the area are like have finally just called out all these protesters because none of them live there. They're all professional protesters. They're not even from the area. They're not even First Nations people. And every all the all the chiefs up there are going, yeah, no, this isn't us. Uh, we're not protesting anything. We would like to eat this year. Please build your pipeline. Um, <laughs> but then to turn around and block this fucking mine is stupid. Um, really, a tailings pond, is that news anymore? Who cares? It's it's northern Alberta. It's fucked anyway. Build the mine. Put these guys yeah, back to work. Nobody cares. Like any picture you see, like they've got great environmental standards, right? They do their best. But any picture you see yeah. that makes it look clean and nice and shit growing and fish happy up there, it's lies. They The environment's fucked. It's a bunch of oil everywhere. Just oil and asbestos all over everything. It's a fucking <laughs> disgusting mess. Don't let them trick you. But... It's a necessary disgusting mess. Where does the uh, where does the asbestos come from? <laughs> I don't know. Just blowing in from Quebec. Um, <laughs> that's that's what you mine in Canada: asbestos and oil. Actually, they shut down the last asbestos mine, but or they're shutting it down. Which in sucks if you live in the town of asbestos. Because the writing's kind of on the wall for you there, isn't it, guys? <laughs> Will they be known as the former, the town of former asbestos? I or wonder if we'll change it. They've been trying. Will it be the chemical it. compound symbol of it? They can't agree on what to change it on, or what to change it to. I don't get it. How do you not agree? Like just fucking it, call it asbestos free, whatever. Call it cyanide. Yeah. Whatever. No one's let's go back. No one's going. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter what you call your town. You're still in fucking Quebec. Um, Dumbass. But just stop fucking Alberta. I don't want Alberta to leave. It's going to be a giant pain in the ass if they're not part of the country, especially for us in BC because we'll be totally fucking cut off. Yep. And, it would just be you sandwiched between America. Yeah. <laughs> And the problem is you start dividing up the country and then everyone has to rely on Eric and Gord to bridge that gap more and we can't handle that kind of pressure. We're just Well we now... can. I just don't want to bridge nothing. We can. I mean, we are the number one news source for inaccurate news in the country. Uh, <laughs> we are we are Eric and Gord. What if we're right now live on Spreaker.com? It's the only news show in the country where it seems like we're just getting the news, too. <laughs> it's, it's that fresh. 
Um, but that's not true. We, our research team vet stories from all around the world, 24 hours a day. Um, it's not like we just Google this shit as we're sitting here. Gord does. (laughs) I do my work. (laughs) Gord, Gord doesn't do a whole lot. (laughs) Uh, So that was, that was my Alberta report and my, uh, I know I'm just like dominating here, but we'll get to you in a minute. I only got a couple more things I want to bring up. <laughs> You're saying it like such this thing. We'll get you in a minute. Shut the fuck up over there. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. You didn't realize I was complaining. I'm sorry. <laughs> we've, we've had episodes where I just sleep. Uh, so I, I'm taking, I'm taking the first half of this one. I am fine with that. I hear that in your voice and I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Dave Dobbenmeyer, I did that. Stories behind the songs, did that. Uh, something just, uh, the Oscars were this weekend. The Academy Awards. Um, I have my list here, and it was, don't know, never heard of it, don't care, never heard of it, something about Avengers, don't give a shit, Eminem sucked. There's my, uh, I didn't watch it, I don't give a shit. Um, new movies are like new coke it's just fucking disgusting um remember new coke yeah i don't want to but yes i do remember they tried to replace it from coca-cola classic and it was fucking terrible terrible um so i don't want to talk about new movies because i don't give a fuck uh old movies it is uh for where are we tuesday the weekend sunday uh over the weekend was the 25th anniversary of billy madison the release of Billy Madison. Really? Adam Sandler's first foray into the silver screen from Saturday Night Live. Uh, one of two funny movies he's made in the last 30 years. Uh, yeah, very cool. 25th anniversary of Billy Madison. I just thought that was a neat thing. Mm. It is also that? 22 years since a little movie that actually didn't do very well uh the big lebowski was released 22 years ago and over the weekend they released the first glimpse of the new spinoff the jesus rolls written by directed by and starring john turturro Reprising his role as the Jesus. <laughs> One of the funniest characters in that movie. Uh, hands down, just an absolutely ridiculously hilarious character. And the fact that they are making an entire feature film around a convicted <laughs> sex offender. Uh, I just think it's brilliant. I, I just love it. <laughs> I did not know about it. Yeah, the Jesus rolls, written, directed, and starring John Turturro. It's going to be. I love the Jesus. You don't fuck with the Jesus. He was so funny. <laughs> uh, Big Lebowski was not well received. It was not a popular movie. It's quite a cult classic now, but wasn't really popular. I don't understand how. I almost choked to death in the theater. I was laughing so hard. 
the first time uh, I saw it. Yes. I literally, I almost, I was drinking a Pepsi and I almost choked and died. Because well, I was I did. laughing way too hard. So that's, that's some cool movie news. Um, Avengers, I don't know anything and I'm not going to talk about them. But one thing I did want to talk about, I don't know, you're not much of a Batman guy, but I know you're kind of a comic movie guy. I... I love some of the Batman. I like the Batman character. Yeah. Um, I, I like the I like the characters that derive from it in the comics. I just think DC fucked it up when it came to doing the movies, most of them. Now, well, that remains to be seen because, of course, the new movie is on the way out, and they really knocked it out of the park with the title of it. I love what they've decided to go with. What's it called? It's called The Batman. <laughs> fuck off fuck you guys is... must have just like ordered a pizza and stayed up all night working on that one um fucking ridiculous there's some inconsistency I don't want to talk about the movie too much that's not what I'm bringing up but uh Ben Affleck is 40 uh, uh 47 and Robert Pattinson the new Batman is 33 so there's quite a continuity error <laughs> going into these new movies? Oh, I mean, forget the fact that Robert Pattinson is a third the size of Ben Affleck. Yeah. Well, this is clearly a, a younger Batman. Talks uh, like a fucking gay vampire. <laughs> well, yeah, I thought he was. I thought that was a documentary. I had no idea. <laughs> It wasn't until the whole sparkle of the sunlight thing, and I was like, nah, that's it, I'm out. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was like a, kind of a live, or a, like a more true Brokeback Mountain, and then I figured out neither of them are vampires and one of them's a chick. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, I'm, st- I'm, not sh- I'm still a little confused as to which one is the chick, but uh, I did almost make it through a whole Twilight movie trying to figure it out. <laughs> Uh, so Robert it's Robert Pattinson it's fucking they got Colin Farrell playing the penguin Uh, like what the fuck I would like what was the last time Colin Farrell's done anything anyway (laughs) I would like just for Danny DeVito to just make a cameo where he just walks up and gives him one good kick right in the fucking nuts for no reason and walks away That'd be amazing. Just in his big, <laughs> stupid Irish nuts. I still haven't forgiven him for thinking he could remake Point Break, so fuck you, you Irish fuck. Um, <laughs> but Colin Farrell is the... Like, how do you have a tall Irish jo- uh, fucking penguin? What do you... Well, he's not understand. tall. He's actually short. I don't understand these people. Uh, but that's not but what I want to talk about. <laughs> What I want to talk about is DC has come out and said that uh, sooner than later, Bruce Wayne is going to be old and he will no longer be able to be Batman because Bruce Wayne has no superpower. His superpower is rich. Um, that's, that's his superpower. He's rich. But one day, Bruce Wayne will be old. Uh, it's uh, coming very soon, apparently, according to Insider's. And they're saying when he is ready to pass on the bat suit to his ancestor, who, 
whoever's going to take over. Uh, predecessor. The, no, predecessor means came before. Oh. Um, All right, whatever. Predecessor. Um, I guess it makes sense. The new Batman will be black. That has been said. But I guess there's a black kid who hangs out with Robin and he's part of the whatever and it's not going to be him. <laughs> he's <laughs> not completely gay. different black. They said that. Uh, I didn't realize this. I don't know because I don't read DC. I never did. Um, I guess there's been like a hundred Robins. I guess Robin gets killed all the fucking time. Yes, there's, Robin dies a few times. Yeah, There's like a whole uh, school where they just train Robins all day. So he's got a whole bunch of fucking Robins, and I guess one of them isn't going to be the the he Robin never becomes Batman. They they said officially, Robin will never be Batman. So all these guys training to be the next Robin, uh, they're all getting passed over when Batman retires. Like when Bruce Wayne <laughs> retires, he's just like, "Hey, Robin, fuck you! I know you've been my loyal sidekick for since nineteen forty fucking seven, but you get nothing." You're going to be somebody else's sidekick. Now you bitch. Nice green tight, homo. <laughs> I never liked you. <laughs> I that fucked your seems, mom. <laughs> it just seems shitty that, like, it's not Dick Grayson. I guess Dick Grayson died in, like, the 50s. I had no idea. Um, they're on to, like, die that. They're, they've, they've been through a whole bunch of Robins since him. Uh, but. Like, Robin's just never get... He's the Prince Harry of the Batman dynasty. Like, you would think he's been his faithful sidekick. You should fucking get something. But he's just like, nope, I'm giving it to this black guy. And you just get to go back to Cirque du Soleil, homo. <laughs> you go back to being a fluffer. <laughs> I kind of like Batman more since I found this out over the weekend. Maybe very happy. <laughs> You don't uh, see, and this is the problem when they do these movies. Is Batman oh, this isn't has a movie a, thing? This is the comic book. This is the that's the comic oh, this, book. This the, oh, this is the comic book. Yeah, in the comic book, like, uh, is he's going to be Black Batman? Batman comics has existed since I don't even know when it started. Was it, was it the sixties? Uh, nineteen forty-seven. Is it forty-seven? Really? Was nineteen forty-seven? I know because I just did a. Uh, a drawing of the original Alfred for my mother's husband because there's a there's a TV show about Alfred uh, called Pennyworth. I don't know what channel oh. it's on. I don't know what channels are anymore. But th- yeah, there's this it's this show about Alfred before he met uh, Bruce's father, and it's oh, actually really? it's quite a good little show. I Alfred, just assumed that Alfred was like raised in the barn of the family just to sole purpose was to be servant no he was a badass hitman who worked for sort of a league of shadowy figures and uh then he i guess when he was trying to get out of hitmanning he he met uh bruce wayne's father and started working for him and then he became the alfred we know and love but this show is all he's about 20 years old or something like that he's just a fucking badass that's actually a pretty good show. Oh. But I did the point of that is I uh my mother's husband really likes the show. So I did a nice portrait of the original nineteen forty seven Alfred for him. Um 
Oh. I spent a lot of time on it, and it looks fucking cool. But that's how I know that year, because that's why I don't know. I don't fuck all about Batman except for the movies, but I know that about the comic book because I just learned it to make do this portrait of Alfred. Um, but nevertheless, the DC is saying Batman could be black. Which, how would you know, really? He's got that black suit. But it, and he always has the black ink around his mouth and eyes, so... They're, they're Does not, that mean this whole time that Batman's been in partial blackface? Technically, yeah. I thought about that. Batman's a racist. Kind of. <laughs> uh, well, you would think he's a rich, upscale, Gotham fucking dude. White guy. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm i trying to picture... I bet you could count the black guys in those movies in one fucking hand. I'm sure Jack Nicholson as the Joker had a black guy working for him. I, I've seen her remember one. Um, But there's not a lot of... Hey, why is, why is Alfred always portrayed as skinny in the comics and the original cartoons and all stuff when in the original comic book he was kind of fat? I... You know... There has been many, many different Alfreds over the years. Um, the artists really, the artists really took a lot of uh, ownership, I guess you would say. Like they, every artist had his own interpretation of Alfred. It's and it's widely different if you look at them over the years. And yeah, that's true. I never understood that about comic books. How you could. Uh, Archie, I followed Archie, I love Archie, but the different artists, month to month, you'd have two completely different, uh, looks to the, to the books. I never understood how you could do that, like how you could just, I guess it's kind of cool, but in a way it kind of irks me too, because I'm all about, like, consistency and, and they're very inconsistent. That they definitely are. Um, I know they've done that, like, if you look at, uh... X-Men is a really good example. Um, very different over the years between different artists. Some artists wanted to give them those gay yellow and black costumes for whatever fucking reason. Um, what else? I don't know. I don't Like Spider-Man, I don't remember that happening to Spider-Man very much. I know the Punisher was... Just fucking every issue. I think they had a different artist for every issue of The Punisher. Yeah, that seemed to change a lot. <laughs> um, and yet still can't make a decent movie. I don't get it. Really? Because I love the first Punisher movie. The Dolph Lundgren one? It... No, sorry, not the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the first remake one that they no. did with... Uh, Aaron Eckhart? What's his name? Uh, yeah. I just thought it was not. I gotta quit crunching up paper here. I'm sorry. Um, I it just wasn't what it could have been. I was quite a big Frank Castle fan, and that guy is not him. I don't know why they can't get movies right. I don't know why they don't write movies for the people who read the comic books. Well. This is why certain ones, like, they do get it right sometimes. Um, this is why Deadpool was actually such a big deal, because when Deadpool was first introduced in X-Men movie, when they did Ryan Reynolds, like, the first time Ryan Reynolds appeared as, as Deadpool, 
and I think it was the Wolverine one. Yeah, um, I don't think people know his, know that he's actually a crossover character. He's not. Well, because anyway, he is, but he isn't because they. First of all, Deadpool is known as the Merc with the Mouth, and yet when they introduced him the very first time, his mouth was sealed shut, so he couldn't yeah. speak. And that just ruined everything because the whole point of him is that he never shuts the fuck up. Right. <laughs> it's always brutal, the shit that comes out of his mouth. Um, so I think that his is one of the ones that they actually got right because um, that was a huge stipulation with Ryan Reynolds. He said, if I'm going to do a bad Deadpool movie, it has to be rated R because yeah. otherwise it's not going to work. And it's got to be true to his character. It's got to be, you know, super mouthy never stops talking and it's just always awesome and i know he felt the exact same about the green lantern <laughs> no what that was just for fun. money <laughs> um he must which he mocked deadpool by the way <laughs> he he must uh you know that probably paid for deadpool so i'll give him credit where credit's due exactly uh, he must just really hate himself for that. Because he hasn't done too many bad movies. No. That was terrible. Um, Green Lantern. That was what the really fuck? bad. He can't even go to fucking Best Buy. <laughs> so bad. It's all yellow. Uh, um, so anyway, Black Batman. I don't care. Whatever. Who cares? I'm so sick of fucking Batman. And Joker and like, God damn it! Can we be done with the Joker for a while, please? Like, it's just been too much Joker between fucking uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars, dude. There, Jordan Catalano, and uh, and, and Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Joaqu- Ledger, Joaquin Phoenix. No, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, and Jack Nicholson go on a shelf together of amazing portrayals of the joker uh if you haven't seen the jack nicholson one recently give it a chance um quite good quite a good portrayal and and a uh tim burton really did an excellent thing with that movie and they're ugly and they're weird and gotham city is supposed to be ugly and weird he did it i think it wasn't appreciated in its time as much as it should have been because he got it really, really right. And Jack Nicholson did a great job. Heath Ledger, obviously, second to none. Um, I, In my opinion, they should have retired the Joker from movies after The Dark Knight. Um, Agreed. Jared Leto's... I didn't like, and I love Jared Leto. I think he's a great actor. Um, his band's kind of queer, but... Uh, <laughs> He's a great actor. That Joker was terrible. Um, plus, he's not a great actor because he's a method actor, and I don't, I don't. Method acting is just, that's not acting. It's becoming another person. Um, and Joaquin Phoenix, I'm not even going to give it a chance. I'm not going to watch it. I don't want to see it. I have consistently not liked him. Now, for probably damn near 30 years. 
and I'm not going to watch his bad Joker movie. I didn't even watch Walk the Line. That was a really good movie, surprisingly. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't like him. I wish he was at that nightclub instead of his brother doing drugs in the lineup. Just oh, a lot of people do. Um, I just I don't like the guy. I don't I don't like his acting. I don't like him when he's not acting. I I heard his Oscar speech today, and it made me want to puke in my mouth and just shut the fuck up who cares uh i did like his stance on like the joker the violence in the joker movie Mm -hmm. um he's just like since when is it like hollywood's duty to fucking police themselves and like we're not it's just a movie man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that and I totally agree with him yeah it's not Hollywood's job to be moral and fucking oh we gotta be careful what we put in our movies cause there's violence and fuck off it's not their job that's why that's why we go <laughs> we are not supposed to be turning to celebrities for uh, any major social political changes that's not celebrities jobs their job is just to be pretty yeah and entertain us that's what uh, they do he does neither of those things, so he can go to hell. But um, I'm done with Joker. We can DC, please retire the Joker. No more fucking Joker, and take it easy on Batman too, for fuck's sakes. Like Ben Affleck should be that should be like your the end of all your sequels. Like as soon as you're putting Ben Affleck in, you know that that's jumping the shark. <laughs> That's why they never did a Pearl Harbor too, <laughs> right? Like, if they're gonna, if you ever see Ben Affleck as the next James Bond, that's when I want James Bond to end. That's the last yeah. Bond movie ever. That's it. Um, the only exception to that rule is if it's in a Kevin Smith movie, then it's just fine because well, obviously, but great in those movies. <laughs> he's fantastic. Him, his character in Mallrats was fucking brilliant. Yeah. I actually like Ben Affleck, but I just, he's kind of, he's, he's, have you ever seen his back tattoo? I uh, no. He, Google uh, it, please. He, Google it right now. <laughs> Cause uh, I want to hear your reaction. You see it. <laughs> is it a picture of Matt Damon? <laughs> I wish. No, that'd be way better. No, but it's, uh, it's atrocious. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob are on their way back to Hollywood. Yes, they are. I'm also done with Jay and Silent Bob. They can go with Batman and Joker. <laughs> they were funny uh, for like 10 years. Now they're not funny anymore. And and you, they they like Jason Mewes is not aging well. He, no, he, he I... doesn't look like Jay, and and Silent Bob's not looking all that. No, well. he's all he, he's all skinny and shit now, so he doesn't. Yeah, they're supposed to be like kids in a parking lot, not fifty year old dudes, creepy in a mall. Like fucking come up with a new character. No. Uh, what is that supposed to be? <laughs> oh, okay, it's like a phoenix or something. Yeah, it's horrible. 
it was you have all... that much money and that's the crap you get? <laughs> it looks like a Persian rug. Like, he got a Persian rug tattooed on his back. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, I know Persian You're... rugs are cool. They're like $10,000. Put it on your floor, not on your back, you dink. <laughs> That's what, see, I just, I want to like him so much. And the only reason is because of Goodwill Hunting. Um, Goodwill Hunting is an amazing movie. I, and I always want to like Ben Affleck because I like him so much in that movie. But he does things like this. Every time I'm like, you know, Ben Affleck's all right. Then he goes and gets a fucking Persian rug tattooed on his back. How am I supposed to re- respect that? <laughs> Somebody mentioned it to me once, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, You've never seen his tattoo? No. And then I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's so bad. The only thing <laughs> that would be better if it was like a picture of like Matt Damon fucking totally like Ken and Ryu style kicking Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> right in the fucking throat. That would be great. Just like, oh, you can jump kick. Just kicking her right in the fucking throat. That would be an epic tattoo. Actually, now I want that tattoo. I want Jason Bourne just fucking judo chopping Gwyneth Paltrow right in the fucking... Enjoying it. Just Jason oh, Bourne in her vagina. That's, that might be my next. Because um, I can't... Well... Things, obviously, now that I'm out of Vancouver, maybe I can pursue it a little more, but I did not get the tattoo that I was promised last year. And I'm very upset about that. Uh, Maybe I'll get this one instead. I still am planning on getting that one. Now that I'm I'm a little more financially stable, I might be able to get it done. I want it done for the summer. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about... Uh, I'm planning on getting a full sleeve, well, three-quarter sleeve tattoo of a Sasquatch fucking a unicorn on a mountaintop. And that was supposed to be done for me in the summer of 2019, and then the artist that I had recruited to do it kind of turned out to be a flake. Prick. Kind of. Well, it wasn't his fault. He just kept selling all his tattoo stuff for drugs. So <laughs> then he'd replace it all and we'd make a date. And then I wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't make the date. And I would show up and he'd have no gear. And he'd be all high and be like, maybe next week. <laughs> okay, maybe not. I would rather have the tattoo without the hepatitis. Thank you. Uh, so, but yeah, maybe I might put the brakes on that one, the, uh, giant CN rail hand brakes, and get Matt Damon fucking boot fucking Gwyneth Paltrow. That would be epic. (laughs) Kicking her right in the goop. (laughs) Right in the goop. Oh, it's funny. Um... Where else? What else do I have to hit here? Uh, I don't know, but I am really fading. You sound like it. I I'm just so want to... to death right now. It's unbelievable. You're a wuss. 
Fuck you. <laughs> um, maybe I will reserve some tattoo space for Jason Bourne to kick Gord. <laughs> right in the ball sack. <laughs> right in the ball sack. Um, I do want to hit I... on... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. If you have something to say. No, I just think uh, there is one big slam of news I want to hit before I go, but uh, please finish what you're going to say. Uh, no, go ahead. Um, I can do it anytime. I just wanted to quickly touch on hashtag easiest thing in the world. Gordon, I let it slack uh, for the last half of last year because I didn't want to be nice to any of you. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> but it is, I think, more important now uh, than possibly ever before in this uh, trumped up era where he's going around all fucking Trumpity Trump. Uh, hashtag easiest thing in the world. It's an initiative Gordon and I are trying to start. Um, it gained a little steam and then it died out and we're bringing it back. And it's uh, really fucking easy. It goes hand in hand with I would like manners to come back. And the easiest thing in the world is you just wake up in the morning, get ready, head out for your day. And just for that day, Try to be nice to everybody you encounter. Just be nice. Just to everybody. Why not? Give it a try. See how it feels. Just a tip to see if you like it. <laughs> and then hashtag Eric and hashtag easiest thing in the world. Uh, tell Gordon and I what it was you did to be a part of this initiative. It doesn't have to be much. Just be nice. You don't have to give money. You don't have to do anything. You just gotta be nice. And Hashtag easiest thing in the world. Tell Gordon I what you did to be a part of this, and we will send you a free What If We're Right t-shirt. Uh, it's time we all start being a little nicer to each other. Uh, if you can't be a nice person, fucking fake it for a day. Uh, just see how much it changes your life and the lives of those around you. It's a big fucking deal right now. Uh, we don't need a world full of Trumps. And you people, if you listen to this show, you're obviously just genetically superior to everybody so be an example set an example for those around you because gordon i can't do it all on our own so mr tired guy Mm. speak your mind before i before you go i apologize for battling on so much it's just three days of fucking show i haven't gotten out of this chair in three days i've just been sitting here waiting for you (laughs) and i keep falling asleep (laughs) new job is killing me uh um so milton has had a major incident that happened uh uh yesterday uh, uh, now, where, I'm not exactly uh, clear on where this incident occurred, um, I, because I don't know the geography. Can you can you just tell? Where, I am where absolutely. It was? So what happened was it it it, it happened in the um, uh, what do they call it the um, escarpment. Um, it's um, it's called Rattlesnake Point, and basically that is uh, that's our little escarpment. Mm-hmm. This is. This is uh, Ontario's version of a mountain range. Um, it's about a hundred feet tall. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, if that, for the record. Um, but it's really pretty. There's a lot of trees, and it's nice. Um, but uh, what had happened was was a father and his four year old daughter 
um, as initially stated, had um, somehow fallen to their death off of one of the sides of the cliffs. And uh, they, they, it, it wasn't exactly a clean splat on the way down. They ricocheted off a whole lot. There was a lot of damage uh, done to the to the bodies, and uh, it, it was just it was a real mess. Everybody's really sad. Well, turns out, a they're not even from like Milton. They're actually from um, Vaughn, which is a about an hour or so away from here. Um, and that's like the Shelbyville of Milton, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, it's true. Um, the story is really crazy. Um, it's a uh, divorced husband and wife. The husband has been growing increasingly strange over the last little while. Oh, and I've heard none of this. This is all. This is the. This, this has been craziness. Uh, she, the mother. Uh, has been fight like fighting in court to get uh, sole custody because of how the father has been acting, and the judge keeps putting has kept putting it off. I'm not ready to make a decision. Yet. I'm not ready to make a decision yet. Um, when this happened, what like how the whole thing sort of came about was uh, he had the daughter. They were supposed to return at around 5 o'clock when they had returned by 7.30. Um, uh, they knew – apparently the mother and all the family that was there, they all – as soon as he had returned by 7.30, they said, oh, my God, they're dead. Oh, you're kidding me. I haven't heard they, any of this. I, it, it was, it was uh, still a tragic story of – like, it was just a tragic accident the last I heard. So this is all new to me. This is insane. Um, they just, they knew it right away. They knew this was, ha- they knew it was going to happen. Um, I feel horrible for the judge right now because the judge is in a tough spot because you don't want to take a child away from a father. There was no direct, in the sense, reasoning. Like It's not like the father had abused her or anything like that. There wasn't anything like that. It was just he was just been acting very erratic and very strange. And for those of you who uh, may not know, and Gord, this might include you, the Family Law Act has changed completely. It doesn't go into full effect until July 1st of this mm-hmm. year, but it has been completely changed, and it's much more difficult for judges to just arbitrarily grant custody to one parent or the other uh there's a lot more things they have to consider now so i i i know it's not official until july but i'm sure a lot of judges are already putting it into practice yeah which is pretty much where this one is and so again I feel terrible for the judge because there's like i don't know like i'm not ready to make a decision on this yet cause I haven't, there's been no signs of anything so i can't really say that and then all of a sudden bam yeah, the um, the uh, the the whole measuring system for what counts as abuse is being completely rewritten this year, um, and oh. actually uh, partially for the better and partially uh, not. Uh, they've they've really made it almost easier to abuse. So we'll see how that goes in the coming months, but. Uh, definitely difficult, more difficult for judges now to make that decision. So, um, it's not his fault by any means. Her. That's what I said. Female judge. 
or female judge. I don't. Uh, I just throw out <laughs> pronouns now. I have no idea who I'm referring to. Could be a him, could be a her. I don't. I just I pick a random pronoun and I say it. That's it, buddy, guy, dude, fella, pet, <laughs> whatever, honey, sweetheart, dude, fella, whatever. See, now the whole other big thing is that a like this is why this whole thing was strange. But that's when they were found. So Even is this an accident? Like, no dude fucking no, wants this was, to kill no, this himself. Was murder, by... this, was, this was murder-suicide. He, what as is... it's being known. You gotta be high as shit not... to throw yourself off a, some, and bounce off the rocks all the way down? Yeah. That is not a typical suicide. You usually don't want it to hurt. That would well, suck. Really unless, unless if you want to ensure that something... That you, if you're gonna like, I am making sure that I'm not gonna survive this. I think that's then, like, yeah, you'll leave for rock. Like that would really. I mean, keep in mind, keep in mind, as it stands, it's tech, it's all still speculation. This is all within the first 24 hours, but the guys, because they're all like through divorce and everything else, the the guys, the 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 father's girlfriend, um. She was one of the first put that speculation out there in the sense because they he doesn't go hike he's not a hiker he doesn't go hiking they don't live in the area they don't even know the area and thirdly they're on a trail and it was heavily snowing and everything else like we had a big snowstorm and there's just there's no reason whatsoever for them to be where they were on that day. None of it made sense. The only reason they did it and to go to where they were was deliberate. Huh. And that was his own girlfriend's thing because even she she knew he was a little bit fucked up, but even she didn't think I he wasn't actually who would actually kill anybody. You know, he's just whatever. But uh, yeah, so it's it's just it's just insane. Is there any uh, chance that they were hypnotized and? forced there against their will by Ben Affleck's tattoo? I mean, absolutely that's a possibility, but uh, we have to wait and check the computer records for that. Now, the crazy thing is, is where they fell uh, a very long time ago, one of my father's friends had fallen off that same cliff and ended up in a coma for like 11 years. Jesus. Yep. It's called the Cliffs at Rattlesnake Point. Rattlesnake Point. Is there any rattlesnakes there? Yes, we have the Mississauga Rattler up here. It's not That's... just a the Mississauga Rattler. That sounds yeah. like a dirty sex act if I ever heard one. It really does, doesn't it? <laughs> the Mississauga Rattler. You'd, uh, that just feels wrong saying it. Um, okay, I was just wondering because I always wondered when those things are like Rattlesnake Point and then they like there's no snakes anywhere ever. It's just a stupid name they came up with. And then everyone lies and says the same thing. Oh, the natives called it that. They did not. Fuck you, liar. They (laughs) They know there's no snakes there. So this dude is just a piece of shit. And I have felt bad all weekend because I thought it was just some people. But the the initial story sounded like this. it was a regular outing for these two and that something had gone horribly wrong. Um, That's really uh, terrifying and horrible. And now I hate him. <laughs> um, it's um, 
the family lawyer. Okay, so the family lawyer that's been helping with the wife and everything else has directly stated, I said for three years he would end up kidnapping her, kill, or at the very least leave her psychologically scarred. Now my worst fear has happened. Yeah, but you're a fucking lawyer, so who cares, scumbag? Um, that's really difficult. Uh, and again, I gotta if if you thought that, why didn't you push harder? Um, because again, it's all still. Has he ever actually done anything? Well, technically, no. Yeah, but for the but lawyer to come and say, like, I knew, I always knew he was going to do this. Well, then you should have fucking done something about it. Now it's your fault, cunt. They're trying to. Um, terrible. Horrible. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine. Like, I hate ever to think of anything bad in the slightest way ever happening to me. And this is just the worst. I can't imagine bouncing off rocks. Oh, and my daughter too, by the way. But mo- <laughs> <laughs> um, the 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 mother basically thinks that um, what, what what happened was that he because they were fighting for the father to lose the custody. They thought that he felt the laws were closing in. They think that he believed that this could be his last visit with her. And they think that his attitude was, if I can't be with her, then no one can be. Listen to me, all you fucking psychopaths, borderline psychopaths living in fucking single rooms and or your mom's basement. or Well, that's me now, so fuck you. Um, don't kill the kid. Why is that always the go-to dude thing? If I can't ever, no one can. Don't fuck. You want to take yourself out because your life got shitty? I get that, and that's fine, and I respect it. I think we should have booths on the corners where you can just go rub yourself out. But don't fucking kill the kid. She's four years old. Yeah. Literally her whole life ahead of her. That's And just anybody out there who wants to off themselves, you have my blessing Go eat a bullet. Don't fucking take your kid. You've ruined now a community that had nothing to do with it, but you went and did it in their community so they can be all fucked up about it. And mm-hmm. now your whole family, your wife's family, everybody has to be fucked up for the rest of their lives because you're just a fucking selfish prick who couldn't figure his shit out. And I get it. I can't figure my shit out either. I'm not judging on that basis, but leave the fucking kids alone. That's always the father thing to do oh, I, I can't have him no one can fuck you you selfish cunt don't kill your kids it's ridiculous there's just no you should want your child to be happy not to be dead fuck that I just I can't understand and it's such a goddamn brutal way mm-hmm. oh. very they don't think they'll ever be able to prove it one way or another because. No. Well, yeah, how could you really? The amount of damage done to the bodies, there's no way of sort of saying, oh, she was pushed. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to find that bruise amongst, you know. Well, and she's, <laughs> she's four, right? How do you autopsy a, a little tiny four year old and prove like a guy pushed her? It's not like you'd have to. She wouldn't have fought back. No. I could. No, exactly. I could pick up my daughter and fucking. 
throw her in a garbage truck right now. She's just big. So we're playing. She doesn't know. Like no, exactly. you have complete. They they trust you implicitly. They they just believe that you're dad and you're going to take care of them and it, you can do whatever you want to them because they just trust you. That's they're these awesome little humans. And yeah. oh, how do you even defy that? Like oh, in such a brutal, violent fashion. It's just it's just insane. Just truly, truly. Call for help. Say, get this kid away from me. I'm gonna fucking kill myself uh, yeah. oh, I'm so fucking disgusted and sad and if anybody who knows anything about this case is listening I you have my deepest sympathy and I mean that from the bottom of my heart um, I know I say a lot of stupid shit on this show and try to make light of things uh, but I am a father and and I'm going through the court system myself. I know how difficult it can be. And uh, there's just no excuse for this. And there's nothing I can say, obviously, is going to make it any better. But um, you have my deepest condolences. Um, absolutely. Uh, I really wish we could bring people back to life so that we could bring this guy back to life and then throw him off a fucking cliff. Mm-hmm. Alone this time. Oh. Craziness. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for ending it on such an up note. I'm going to go... <laughs> Anytime. Fucking I'm going to go myself off myself. To sleep. <laughs> um, it's so much harder for me to jerk off while I'm crying. It's going to take hours now. Amateur. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about it. We're going to get in trouble. Oh, All right. But, um, yeah, I, I, have, I hate to leave it on such a note because there is some minor other news, but um, I am just so tired I can't even get through it. Can you join us tomorrow for the giant Wednesday extravaganza I have planned? Yes. Awesome. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. We will be back tomorrow. We will be live again on Spreaker.com. Watch Facebook, and I will try to give you as accurate of a time as I can. Um, in the meantime, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, buy a T-shirt. Give us a review on Podchaser or anywhere you want. Just pick a site and review us. I don't even care if it's a podcasting site. I love you all. We're going to come back and do this as quickly as humanly possible. And until then, please take care of each other. And Jesse Smollett is still a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? That Jesse Smollett dickhead, that guy who... Oh, I know who he faked... is. <laughs> well, he's being, he's being recharged, six new charges, off of the same incident again. Because oh, the initial charges got dropped, so the recharging them, so... Fuck you, you piece of shit. That's what you get. Creating a race fucking issue. Fuck you. Fuck you. God. Fuck you. I love... Fuck you and that guy who killed his kid. Fuck the two of you. Cocksuckers. I love race issues. (laughs) 
Oh, I don't see color. Man. I don't get it. Good night, everybody. Bye. Oh, hey, let's play. I don't even give a fuck. This song. Thank you.